0: can hear an angel singing for me i am trusting the lord jesus because it, it, it looks like i'll not finish but i'll try amen what team did i give that's your anger hmm. point to somebody and say that's your anger oh point to the person that, that's your anger hmm. you are not yeah yeah you, you are not doing it well though. that's your anger hmm. So that is the title. Tell the person it is because of you, Pastor is preaching this message. If you don't say it, whether it is because of that, it is because of you, Pastor is preaching this message. (laughs) Give the Lord a mighty clap in the house. Anger is a dangerous thing. Anger. Is a dangerous thing. Who is here that has never gotten angry before? Who is here that has gotten angry before? Who got angry today? We'll be before. Yeah, more than half. Now, we're going to look at this subject very critically, I wouldn't love to rush it at all, I don't want to preach, I want to teach so just help me to teach if I say what is anger, how will you put it, what will you call anger I need two definitions because I'm not preaching, I'm teaching I'm going to relax because I have to get this thing deep in you Victor, what is anger An emotion of aggression. I'm looking at your direction. What is anger? Something that irritates you. Mm. This English there is not in Oxford though. Anger has been defined as an emotional reaction that rises up in you When you feel offended, maltreated, or cheated by something or somebody. And every human being gets angry. I get angry. God gets angry. Jesus got angry. So it is not about getting angry, but it is about what comes out of you when you become angry. You are not, even God, I was going to say you are not God, even God gets angry. So anger is common to man. Tell somebody, anger is common to man. Oh, tell another person, anger is common to man. We're going to look at the life of a man who was so anointed, so glorified, so powerful, but anger became a yoke on him that denied him the promised land. I'm talking about the man Moses. Say Moses. Say Moses. Moses had a problem controlling his anger. So I'm telling you, the issue is not the anger, but the issue is your ability to control yourself when you are angry. And Moses missed God. Powerful, anointed. This man who lifted his, 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 his rod, the rest he will part. He lands on the land of Egypt. Ten plagues: water turning to blood, house flies, frogs, people are dying, hills stones are falling. Powerful man, and yet he could not control his anger, and it cost him all the years of labor. He has spent with the Israelites for the promised land. He was denied because he could not control his anger. Exodus chapter 2. Moses killed an Egyptian. And that also lengthened his training course. There are some of us. Our reaction out of anger is lengthening our breakthrough. The time of manifestation of our breakthrough. When he saw the way the Egyptian was maltreating the Hebrew man, he got angry and out of anger, he killed. And that resulted in him running out of Egypt. Anger. So it started very early. So anger doesn't know an anointed man or a man who is not anointed. Anger doesn't know a sinner or a righteous man. Anger can attack anybody at all. Because at the time Moses killed the Egyptian, God had not given him a mandate. So he was not anointed. So way back before he became born again, the traits of um, hot-temperedness. Hot-temperedness. Uncontrollable character when angry was showing. You don't, I mean, I mean, I mean, you, I mean, I mean, God should help me. I want to go step by step. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. Hmm. Exodus chapter 2 verse 11 to 12 And it came to pass in those days When Moses was grown That he went out unto his brethren And looked on their beddies And he spied an Egyptian Smitten an Hebrew One of his brethren Move on And he looked this way and that way. And when he saw that there was no man, he slew the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. Anger. And he saw how the Egyptian was treating his own brother. Anger came out of him and he reacted and he killed. And remember, the next time he saw two Hebrew boys fighting and he wanted to separate them one of them has seen him burying the dead egyptian say you, you want to come and do the same thing anger meanwhile moses was born to lead the the israelites from egypt god could have left he could have stayed in egypt until his time of manifestation but out of that character of not being able to control his anger not being able to control his anger. He had to go and live in the wilderness for 40 years. Bush, take care of sheep from a prince because of the anger problem he could not handle. Many people have missed out on our breakthroughs because of our anger. We are not able to control our tongue, to control our words, and to control ourselves when we are soaked in anger. I saw a quote by a man called Ambrose. He said, be careful when you are angry what you say. Because words spoken in anger can be forgiven but can never be forgotten. Follow the teaching. In Exodus chapter 32 verse 19, Moses sees the golden calf that the children of Israel had made for worship. In his anger, he lifts up the two tablets that God gave to him and put ten commandments on it. God gave him the tablet. God wrote the ten commandments. Moses lifts it up. Out of anger, he forgot who gave him the tablet. He forgot who wrote it. He forgot who he went to meet and whom he went to wait on. He lifted the tablet and crushed it. Some of us in our anger, we lift our marriage that God gave us and we crush it. Moses throws down the tablet of stone. He shatters everything into pieces. I'm I'm building a point. There are things that God has given to us, but you see, when we are not able to control our anger, we lose them without a demonic activity. May the Lord help us. I said, May the Lord help us. I said, May the Lord help us. Now, Numbers chapter 20, verse 10 to 12. Numbers chapter 20, verse 10 to 12. And Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock. And he said unto them, Hear now, ye rebels. (laughs) My God, when children of God become rebels, (laughs) the man got frustrated. He said, here now, ye rebels, must we fetch you out, must we fetch water out of this rock? Move on. And Moses lifted up his hand, and with his rod, he smote the rock twice. And the water came out abundantly, and the congregation drank, and the beasts. Wow. What a miracle. Out of disobedience. Move to the next verse. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, because ye believed me not. Hey, but water came out of the rock, John. It was a miracle. But God was not pleased with Moses. Be careful what you call a miracle. <laughs> I mean, to use rod, that means the anointing was still in the rod. Though. But God did not tell him to strike the rock. He striked it twice. Water came out. And God said, because you did not believe me, to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore ye shall not bring this congregation into the land which I have given to them. Wow. Give the Lord a mighty clap of hands. it is very easy for us to miss out on what God has prepared for us because of this anger problem. Your anger is not nice. When you get angry, the things you do, you destroy things that you have built over years. Anger builds nothing. It spoils everything. Think about those moments when you got angry and think about the things you did and see whether you have not regretted of it. How would you have felt if, if you were in the shoes of Moses? You've served God all this while, paid all the price. So now the people are going to the promised land, but Moses is not going. Wow. Well, that is why as a pastor, I will not allow you to put me under pressure to do what God has not asked me to do. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. Because I answer to God, not you. God called a man... To lead his people. But when the man erred, God did not spare the man. The other time, Pastor Deboe was preaching. He said, when God calls you, remember, as much as he's a father, he's a fire. He can consume you. So Moses, speak to the rock. Moses takes the rock the rod and hit the rock twice water came out for the people but God was displeased more than likely you and I should be having the problem Moses had let me ask you these questions and diagnose yourself tell somebody it's a teaching service so I'm relaxed so we are going to do a test so as I ask the question answer for yourself you will know whether you have an anger problem or not. Are you ready? Okay. When you get angry, do you get angry against the person rather than the offense? Answer. Do you have a desire to revenge? Answer. Do you have a hard time forgiving others? Do you get angry easily? Do you have a reputation for losing your temper? Hey, As for this girl there, hey, hey. Hmm. Hmm. please answer them. Hmm. As for this guy there, if your answer is yes, then you have a problem like that of Moses. You can miss out on your promised land. That is why I'm here for you tonight. Give the Lord a mighty clap, my friend. Moses has been on the mountain with God, talking to God for days, possibly 40 days. Interacting with God in Exodus chapter 32, he was there with God for all this morning, evening, afternoon, no food there. Meeting God in the clouds of fire, smoke. God gives you a tablet with laws. You calm down, you see something, you are angry, you throw it down. If you are not careful in the midst of your anger, you will do things that under normal circumstances, you will not do. And sometimes, I am sorry, it's not enough for you to evade the punishment. I pray I have time. I'll get to the consequences of dangerous anger. Moses leading the people. He went waiting on God. Before he came, the people are worshiping other gods. Sometimes the people, God calls you to help. Before you realize they are doing other things. When you are paying the price for them, they'll be doing other things. So Moses comes and says, because of you people, I've gone to be with God. And I'm coming with the laws that God himself had written. You are worshiping other gods. Crash it down. I want you to do a very good reflection of your thought patterns. And your soul, when you get angry, what do you do? Sometimes I see people, when they are angry, then they just work out on people. They sacrifice things for people. They choose material things over relationships. They prefer to have money and lose a relationship. If you are like that, you are in trouble. Moses in that mood for his relationship with God. Because until you obey God, you can't follow God well. And out of anger, God wants his people to know his law. When you become angry, write it down, you become very selfish. You don't think about the other person or the third person or the system. You ask. You you become very selfish. My God, I feel the presence of God. So, whilst Moses was on the mountain, the people were giving pressure to Aaron. Moses has gone. He's not coming. Oh, we want the gods like that of the Egyptians. We have our gold here. Take it. Let's let's make gods like that of the Egyptians. So, Moses comes down. Yes, he's justified to get angry. But to throw down the tablets God gave to him. And the tablet God wrote on. Was not justified. Was not. I mean, if a father puts a child in school to learn, to learn, paying high school fees, and the child goes to do a proto, you know a proto? What's a He break bounce. He went out without esiat in Saint Peter's. We call it a proto. And they suspend or they sack him. And the child comes home. The father is justified to get angry. But for the father to take something to hit the child. And the child to die. The father is not justified. Be careful. When you are angry, what you do, you will regret. I'm here to see somebody React very bitterly from anger. And later become proud of himself. I remember one guy was, was serving a client. And the client was provoking him. He got angry. He took his, his phone and crashed it down. No, I think he got angry and, and gave the war a blow. Anger. The client took that ground. The client took his own phone and used to hit the ground. Display on camera. Later they called him. and he said he's sorry. But the event is still in our memory after 10 years. Am I preaching well or you don't like the message? The way you are looking at me is like all oh, your mind is going through some events of your life very important. Let's see the first point I want to raise. There is a proper use of anger. There is a proper use of anger. Tell somebody there's a proper use of anger. Oh, say it like a soldier. There's a proper use of anger. How do I use anger in the right way? Be angry against sin. Be angry against injustice. Be angry when you see somebody maltreating another. Be angry about the maltreatment. Be angry about the decadence of morality in the community. Be angry with when you are coming to church and you see young people playing football. Be angry with that. That is proper use. And that anger must drive us into so winning. Any action that is not positive, when you are angry, don't execute that action else you will not get the proper use of anger. You will get up sometimes. You are praying, 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 and the Holy Spirit will be taking you through your family. You see your father is poor. You see your uncle is poor. You see your auntie is poor. You see your siblings, they are poor. You see your brother, they are poor. You must start getting angry. Anger to do what? To prosper. So you get angry to take hold of the promises of God concerning prosperity. You rise up in prayer. You are praying. Lord, send your blessing upon my family. Then God begins to walk you through your family. Your auntie's marriage is broken. Your uncle's marriage is broken. Your parents got, they are, they, they are, they got divorced. Your sister went into marriage, is divorced. Your brother went into marriage, the wife ran away. You get angry. I will marry and remain. This thing will not happen to me. It must stop at my doorstep. That is the positive use of anger. You go for interview, one, two, three, four, five. They are always not calling you. Oh, go. You hear from us. Oh, go. The next time you are going for interview, you wake up at midnight cry. Lagata, makaba, make all, any demon that is manifesting in the interview room today by fire. As I enter, you cannot follow me. That is positive use of anger. Any action that comes into your mind when you are angry and is evil, don't execute it. You will live to regret it. I'm teaching. I said I'm teaching. Exodus chapter 32 verse 10. Now leave me alone so that my anger may burn against them and that I may destroy them. Then I will make you into a great nation. God was angry with Israel because of the sin they've committed. He was saying, Moses, leave me alone. Anger. So God gets angry. So it's not strange. I mean, you can't be in a relationship and say you never got angry. No, no, you're a liar. No, 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 you are fake. When asked, "Have you gotten angry before?" We said, "Hey no. She's just like an angel. you're a liar. You're lying. You lying. <laughs> there is, I mean, when I call people, people come to church for the first time, we call them, "Oh, how did you see the service?" What did you like? About, I like everything. I said, no, no, no. You can't like everything. <laughs> you can't like everything about Carrie's temple. No, there is something you don't like. Me, I don't like everything about Carrie's temple. <laughs> Some things must change. So you can when I ask you, how what how do you, oh pastor? Everything, everything. I like the church. You are not speaking the truth. You are not speaking the truth. I is your family. Oh, everything is you are lying. Hmm. Hmm. And every Ghanaian lies every day. How are you? I'm fine. Meanwhile, she didn't sleep last night. With Susa. A righteous anger against sin. There is a proper use of anger, and that is to channel your anger against injustice, sin, more treatment. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26. So you can get angry, but look at what he said: be ye angry and sin not. <laughs> Are you following? He said, You can get angry, but don't sin. May God help you when you are angry that you will not sin. Cain got angry with Abel. He acted, and what happened? He killed. Absalom got angry with Ammon. Because Ammon raped his sister, Tamar. He he acted, and what did he do? He killed. When, When Esau got angry with Jacob, waiting for the funeral of Isaac to slay Jacob, had it not been for the spirit of forgiveness that came upon Esau, before Jacob showed up, he would have killed Jacob be careful. When Moses got angry, he could not handle it. He crossed the Ten Commandments. I'm sure as I'm preaching, the Holy Spirit, what is happening to you is that the Holy Spirit who is bringing memories of certain moments of your anger and that which you did. And you're like, ah, if I had heard this message earlier. Somebody said, when well, you are angry, uh, count for one. Well, and breathe down. something when you are very, 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 very angry, count hundred. One, two. At that moment, you are angry. Very, 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 you count hundred. By the time you finish the hundred, you sit down your Because when you are angry, you reveal the foolishness that is in you when you talk. I'll deal with you. I'll deal with you. You will know that. Hey, live up fine lady fine lady maybe your future husband is in the corner there watching he had planned to come and propose he said hey so this is how she is I'm gone I'm gone watch your anger moment I was watching a movie where The guy was very rich. Very, very, very rich. And he started, he was looking for a wife. But he disguised himself. But first he told the lady that oh, he's very rich. This, this, this. And truly he was very rich. But he decided to test the lady. So one day he schemed and made people write letters to him, like he has lost his job, lost his estates. Lost everything. He was, what did he, so he lost everything. Then the girl started maltreating him. The true colors of the girl came out, <laughs> commanding him, not you won't pay. A man, you are taking, you are sitting at the back. When we are lighted, you are going, you won't pay. <laughs> Seeing the rail. A little thing, the lady is angry, screaming at the man and the man said oh I am still a millionaire I wanted to check your heart I'm gone go and look for your man I'm gone you see anger 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 can be dangerous I had an encounter with anger and from that I said if I'm angry the next time I I will count even thousands one, two, three, four, then seven, seven, 300, seven, one five, one seven. I will count and count and count and make sure that I will not act like Moses, give the Lord a mighty clap of hands. There are some things an angry man is associated with. Anytime you get angry, you remember, you, you see madness. Hmm. Hello? Have you seen somebody who has, who has gotten angry and acted before? Hello? Show, by hand, show me by hand. Was it nice? Maybe the person, I'm sure it is you. That's why he lifted up your hands. No nice at all. And the two bosses part. They were angry with each other in the in the office. Shout out, shouting at each other. Oh, so your 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 subordinates will be watching. When you finish, I come to give them instructions. I don't want to rush the message, so you. Let me just flow like this. Uh, I want you to sing. Mark chapter 3 verse 5. Let's look at how Jesus, Jesus got angry and look at what he did. He got angry with the Pharisees. Let's start from Mark chapter 3 verse 1. Let's read the first five verses. And he entered again into the synagogue and there was a man there which had a withered hand. That means... The leprosy has chopped the hand and it has become dry. And they watch him whether he would heal him on the Sabbath day that they might accuse him. So that means Jesus has taken notice of their readiness to accuse him. Move on. And he saith unto the man which had the withered hand, Stand forth. And he saith unto them, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath days or to do evil? To save life or to kill? But they held their peace. Verse 5. And when he had looked round about on them with anger. So look at what he did when he got angry with the Pharisees. With their reaction. With their their self-righteousness. Jesus got angry. And look at what he did. He said, being grieved for the hardness of their heart, he saith unto the man, stretch forth thy hand, and he stretched it out, and his hand was restored whole as the other. So out of anger, he did good. Something provoked his anointing. Sometimes when you get angry, your anointing is provoked. So you see a minister ministering, ministering, and say, in the the name of Jesus, come out. Is the anger in his spirit. He used it to cast out a demon. When you get angry and you don't use it to cast a demon, shut up. Yeah, write it down. If you can't use that anger at that point to cast out a demon, you are not qualified to talk. Because if you talk, it will be foolishness. If you react, it will be foolishness. Uh, this message is good, though. It's simple, but practical. When you get angry and you can't cast a demon, don't talk. <laughs> because when you talk, some become indelible words on the heart of the person you spoke those words to. And some of you are sitting here. Some people have gotten angry with you before and they spoke certain words. And you can, if you close your eyes, you can see the sin. Why? Because you might forgive, but you cannot forget those words. I pray for us here that God will give us a grace to be able to handle ourselves in the midst of anger. Give the Lord a mighty clap of prayer. I heard a story about a man and his partner in business and the partner got sick and was on admission. So the man decided to go and visit the partner. When he went then the partner said "Oh, the way the sickness is it doesn't look like he will live so he has some confessions to do. (laughs) They said okay go ahead let me hear you. The man said, Oh, um, you remember some hundred thousand dollars got missing in the company? I took it. Um, You remember we reported to the police that our company secret, the secret of the company, has landed in the hands of our our competitors. I sent it. And he said, The last one. I gave the evidence to your wife that helped her get the divorce that cost you so much. I did it. <laughs> then the man too said, Out of anger, when I also found out all this, I poisoned you. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, <laughs> there is an improper use of anger. <laughs> to he has killed his partner <laughs> out of anger. He has poisoned the man who was going to die <laughs> out of anger. Be careful! Be careful! Anger, anger will satisfy you when you react. When you get angry and you react. You feel boistered. And sometimes you know what makes you react? If I don't do anything, they'll think that I'm weak. You no, know, that's the language that comes. If I don't show him, he'll think that I'm some weak. I'm walk over. I am a walk. No, no, no. That is the voice of the devil. Let it pass. Let it pass. If you don't join, hey, you see your friend, hey, if you don't, you think you'll walk over. You will never, never. let it go. Let them see you as a foolish man, but it's a sign of maturity. It's a sign of maturity. It's a sign of maturity. Give the Lord a mighty club offer. When you are angry, you I mean, Moses. Moses was anointed by his anger problem was serious. He was the one who asked people to start divorcing their wives. Because when he's sitting in the house, before he realize no, a man will come. Hey, Master Moses, I have a business. My wife is worrying me. My wife, he'll tell them, go and forgive. They're stuck. I'm saying, okay, okay, come, come. If you are living with a woman, then it's worrying you. Give him a letter of divorce. <laughs> Their people were troublesome and was getting angry with them coming. And when you are angry, you take a decision. You may make foolish decisions. You saw how the president of America humbled that young man in North Korea. Is it North Korea. You know, there was an issue and he got angry. Said he said, you destroy the South Koreans. He sent the bombs and the rockets. And then Trump began to amass <laughs> equipment around North Korea. He was so. When he saw the, the equipment and the machines and the rockets from America, he, he, he arranged for a meeting. Humble man walking around the. <laughs> Anger. Anger will bring you into a point of humiliation. Humiliation. You disgrace yourself, but all oh, but oh. Be careful. Be careful. Moses in Exodus chapter 32, verse 15 to 19. Let's let's read it. I don't want to scream at all today. And Moses turned and went down from the mount and the two tablets of the testimony were in his hand. The tablets or the tables were written on both sides or both their sides. On the one side, on the other were they written. Move on. And the tables were the work of God. So God made the table. Wow! I will show you that When you get angry, some of the things you destroy, you will never get them back. Like Moses. After he destroyed this one, you remember, God gave them another law. eh? But what did God do? He asked him to go and do his own tablet, (laughs) And he asked him to write his own. As he speaks, he should be writing. Sometimes, eh? husband and wives. be careful don't 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 excite yourself by getting people offended because sometimes the the anger can destroy the original trust the original relationship. you won't get it again you won't get it and it's from scripture it's, you know history repeats itself you won't get it when Cain killed Abel did you see another Abel hello When Cain killed Abel, did you see another Abel? He's gone. He missed his brother for life. So, and the tables were the work of God. And the writing was the writing of God. Graving upon tables. (laughs) Verse 17. And when Joshua heard the noise of the people, as they shouted, he said unto Moses, Joshua, Joshua, there is a noise of war in the camp. And he said, It is not the voice of them that shout for mastery. Neither is it the voice of them that cry for being overcome. But the noise of them that sing, Do I hear? And it came to pass, as soon as he came nigh unto the camp, that he saw the calf, and the dancing, and Moses' anger waxed hot. and he cast the, table, the tables out of his hands and broke them beneath the mouth. One of the points of entry of anger is the things you see. Your eye. Your eye. Anger. Am I preaching at all to you? Is it practical? Your eye. Another point is what you hear careful about what you hear. Sometimes the thing you hear is not what happened. And you allow anger to eat you up. Destroy. What pains me is that people don't value relationship in Ghana and even in the church. They are ready to sacrifice a relationship on a simple matter. go your way, go my way it's not that easy it's not that easy even how you leave a church must be done well because when a tree is planted and rooted in the ground and you move it when it's a seedling, it's easy you can't move a tree just like that from an Odum tree from the Then They bring it to Sakumano. You plant it, it's likely to die. But if it's a seedling, it can grow. Less, less, you see. Hmm. I don't know how to give you the example. There are too many in my head. Anger. Anger is not good, though. And I've seen that offenses lead to anger before you enter into the bitterness. So if you don't control that moment when you got angry, you enter into six levels of offense. And I'll show you before we close. Your ability to control your anger shows your maturity. Anger. Corpus. Be very careful on the things you carry on. Some of them are unnecessary. How many couples do I have in the building right now? Only one. And myself, two. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. Some fight because their wives delayed from bedroom to their car. No more frown. they frown their face. Who could they say, I went in the and your wife? Unnecessary. Your food is not ready. You are fighting. It's unnecessary. Your wife cooked. There's no salt. There's salt in the kitchen. Get up, go and take it and put it inside and eat. Your wife cooked. The pepper is too much. Huh? There is bread and tea. Take it. Let them cook a new one. Your wife is not a chef that you are paying. I'm planning some meeting with under five marriage couples. I'll fire from all angers. This nonsense must stop. Your wife is not a beauty pageant contestant. That, I mean, little thing, anger, I've, I've. today, there was a discussion in the office, and it was very private, and I could diagnose the problem. Petty, petty. Petty, petty things. We fail to control our anger. Look at Moses. I mean, at least he should remember who he has gone to meet for 40 days. Victor. 40 days in the clouds of fire. God has given you tablets, He gave it to you from heaven. He wrote on it. You come, you meet people worshipping other gods. What opportunity again do you will you ever get by showing them that this is the living God? This is this thing God gave. You think the people will see this and still serve that? No, he got angry and miss an opportunity to turn the hearts of the people forever unto the God that delivered them. Anger. Anger is not good. Check your anger. Check your anger. Check your anger. Check your anger. Give the Lord a mighty clap of faith. God help me. Because of time, let me let me just go to. There are consequences to anger. Consequences to anger. You don't just walk free when you act out of anger. You lose respect. You lose something you lose something when you act out of anger. You lose something. There is something that will leave you. Your your glory will diminish at your anger. Colossians chapter 3 verse 21. Fathers, do not embitter your children or they will become discouraged. You can, you as a father, you can lose your children for embittering them. There are many fathers who have lost their children. Their children are in the house, they are weed smokers, they don't know. They are prostitutes, they don't know. They don't respect their people, they don't respect their parents. Because their parents have acted in bitterness, anger beating them like they are punching bags. You can lose your respect when you act in anger. And sometimes you see, oh, bye, come on, come on, come on, come on. And the stories you hear about her at home is appalling. Anger. When you get angry, you just I told you. Normally, Ghanians get very, very angry. Count hundred. One, two, three. Count hundred. If your heart is very hot, count thousand. One, two. Count thousand before you talk. If you finish counting the thousand and you can still talk, then you talk. But I promise you after the thousand, Will not talk because have you realized that when you are angry, you cannot analyze things well. Anytime you are angry and they are calming you down and you don't calm down, know that at that point you are saying foolish things. I'm speaking from Proverbs. I'm speaking from Proverbs. Are we okay? Hello? I'm speaking from Proverbs. Anytime you are angry and you they can't calm you down. Leave me, leave me, leave me, leave me, let me talk. He said know that you are about to speak foolishly, and you will continue to speak foolishly. By the time you come to your senses, the damage you have caused is too much. Proverbs 30, 30 verse 33. Proverbs chapter 30 verse 33. For as turning the milk produces butter. And as twisting the nose produces blood, so stirring up anger produces drive. Moses' anger caused him. Look at Numbers chapter 20, verse 8. Numbers chapter 20, verse 8. Take the staff. I, I, I think God, God is God, God is something. I understand why Moses got confused. Because God told him to take the staff, but he didn't tell him to use it to hit the rock. Hello? Hello? That is what I'm sure it confused Moses. If he didn't take the rod and he just went, but that which made his ministry miraculous was the rod. So you go with the rod this time, but don't strike the rock. So he said, take the rod and gather thou the assembly together. Thou and Aaron thy brother, and speak ye unto the rock before their eyes. And he shall give forth it water. <laughs> speak, oh, he is holding the rod. But god the first time God asked him to use it to hit, But this time he said, speak. And thou shalt bring forth to them water out of the rock so thou shalt give the congregation and the abyss. Oh, God, help me. Look at the verse 9. And Moses took the rod from before the Lord, as he commanded him. Go on. And Moses, Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the Lord, and he said unto them, Here now, ye rebels, must we fetch you water out of this rock. And Moses lifted up his hand out of anger. You saw the statement he made. Then he forgot the instruction. When you get angry and you are not careful, you forget the loss of God. You misbehave and it will cost you. That is why in your midst of anger, activate the higher self-control. I was talking to a certain man last week. He said he feels like his brother is angry with him. And I said, then protect yourself, else he will harm you. When you know that somebody has you have offended somebody, you must protect yourself. I don't know what Abel was doing around Cain because you will see that Cain is angry. That God did not accept it. And you went to his house to do what? <laughs> he will kill you. <laughs> what did Ammon go and do in a party with Absalom? By all means, Ammon, you will know that Absalom wants to kill you. Then you go and you went to quaff. No man Kill eat, neat, play with girls. When Absalom saw that one man, he gave order, executing. I will not be able to finish this sermon. Maybe because of the way I'm picking it, but it's intentional. I want it to sink into you. Look at the verse 12. And the Lord spoke unto Moses and Aaron. Because ye believe me not to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore ye shall not bring this congregation into the land which I have given to them. The man who has led them, now hand over to Joshua. Is that how God is? You can never know God completely you can. To Joshua, you are not going to promised land. How? God, how? We done this promised land. You are calling me back home. God, that is not good. Anger. Should we bring water out of the meanwhile? God has told you to go to the rock. Water will come out. You are asking the people. Hmm. Maybe they were screaming on him. Screaming at him. You brought us here to die. We want water to drink. You want to kill us if you have left us in Egypt. We'll... Be careful when you are angry. Give the Lord a mighty clap of faith. Four deadly steps of anger. I run through very fast. Don't worry. Four deadly steps of anger. Uh, so it was the thunder. Wow. We have finished our Hosanna 2018. Oh, no? so it can rain. Rain, rain, come again, come again another day. The rains we sent to Benin, we brought it back. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. At least the weather will be good good today for good sleep. Now, let's end the teaching on because of time, I would like to deal with how to deal with anger before we leave. So I may close around 840. That's okay. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 31. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 31. Let all bitterness. So if you don't handle the anger well, It will lead to let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. So let's walk through what all these six stand for. The first one is bitterness. So if you don't, at that moment when you don't handle the anger well, the first product of anger in your spirit is bitterness. Say bitterness. Say bitterness. In the Greek word, it's a bitter root resulting from or resulting into a bitter fruit. Bitterness results when we refuse to forgive. So, that moment when you got angry and you decided to hold on to the offense, the first thing the devil shoots into your spirit is what? Bitterness. When you fail to forgive, what happens is that the anger begins to develop roots, and that is the root of bitterness. And when that root is established, you move to the next step called rage. Say rage. Oh, say rage. Rage means hot. Rage means what? Hot. So now you, you have roots that was bred by anger. Please, are you following the message? I'm, I'm teaching you to, to be delivered from some satanic attacks. What happens is a slow burning reaction. You want to do something. When you see the person then, you have moved from bitterness. and now you are enraged, hot. I'm showing sure you the steps from anger, refusing to, to handle it well You enter into bitterness You enter into rage Then you enter into wrath So here in the Old King James They say anger But the actual word is wrath Say wrath Not R-A-P-H-O This is W-R-A-T-H Wrath It refers to that which is an Inside heat That wants to spill over so you are graduating from bitterness to rage. Now you enter into wrath. If you saw the picture of the way the rebels took hold of Gaddafi, the way they were murdered. You see, that this is, um, those are the things you see. Wrath. Wrath. May the Lord deliver us from these things. Then you enter into glamour or brawling. Husband and wife, fight! I I remember one of them. The first time we we hosted Jometo. I was coming for the meeting. I was in a compound house. And right down there, there was a couple below you. They were fighting. Pastor, don't come, man. Don't, don't come, don't come. Let me deal with this man. Pregnant woman. Let me deal with this man. Fighting. Brawling. Anytime you feel like slapping your spouse. Huh? You have graduated to bitterness, rage, wrath. Now you are to, to brawling. Be careful. One blow can kill the person. And you'll be there like, ah. So the last end is malice, wickedness. You are conceiving wickedness. You say, oh, I'm the one who took the $100,000. I'm the one who did this. I'm the one who gave the evidence to your wife. You say, oh, I'm the one who poisoned you. You will surely die. That is malice, wickedness. Because of anger. Because of anger. When you are angry and you cannot cast out a demon, don't talk. Because when you get angry and you can use your anger to cast out a demon, yeah, you, can, you are allowed to talk. Enter into your father's house and cast all the demons with your anger. But if you can't, keep quiet. Forgive quickly. Else you will develop root. Root. I... I had a very bad experience last year with a pastor. When I heard some of the words he had spoken, I didn't forgive quickly. And I realized that anytime time I saw the person, let me be yummy. So I had to do introspection. that God, whatever it is, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. And I made efforts. To look at the person again. And when I realize that when I look at the person, when I call the person, I am not angry. I say, God, I thank you. One of the things you need to thank God for is when you are able to forgive somebody and you don't feel the pain. It means that you are safe. But if, (laughs) when you see the person, go to a shamble. There are some people in the church who don't talk to each other. And I told you that that one you book yourself for hell straight. If in the house of God eh, you are not talking to anybody, you are going to hell. It is better you were some akbar, akbar person than to be in the house of the God. God has called all of us, bought us with the same blood. You can't talk to me, you can't talk to she. You can't talk to him. It's huh? serious. This is Christianity. Yes, you get angry. The Bible says, "Be angry and sin not." If you don't get angry, you are not a human being. It's dead people who don't get angry. Skeleton, corpse, Obama, some global Even goats, goats, they get angry. Cats, they get angry. Monkeys, they get angry. Ants, when you try killing them, they get angry and they grip to your skin. Or oh, die be die. By the time you kill me, me to harm you. They get aggressive. So if you don't get angry, you are not normal. Tell somebody, if you don't get angry, you are not normal. When the Jesus entered the temple, he was angry. Sometimes I come to church and I'm angry. Angry with the ushers, angry with the instrumentalists. <laughs> it's, it's normal. But I don't get angry and be insulting. Useless instrumentalists. Use. When I finish, who will play my instruments for me? <laughs> you get angry. Sometimes you come and people are not ready. The sound is, and I'll be fired about it nice sound you people in the chamber uh, if you are sleeping wake up wake up uh, i won't say right after that come to have suck you from the department you will not who will come and do it <laughs> you must get angry with things so jesus entered into the temple he got angry he sacked all of them this is not what you should be doing in church and there are some occasions I've called people into my office and blasted them. Yeah. Blasted them. Because I got angry with what, they, not with them, but with what they were doing. And that is the powers that a pastor has in his church. If, uh, if you're a pastor, you cannot blast people. You are not a pastor. Yeah. If, if, like, you are doing wrong, maybe Victor, you are more treating virtue. come to say, Hey! You sit on her seat, but by, by the time I finish with you, <laughs> you redefine your love for her. If I'm not able to call you to the office, that means that there is something wrong with your pastor. Any pastor who cannot rebuke you it's not you can't sit under him. I'll be laughing with you, but when you eh, Mary, I'll give it to you. You marry and go and worry. You hear from me. <laughs> give the Lord a mighty clap of me. You must get angry with things. Get angry with poverty. Get angry with the way the nation is. Sometimes they handle things. You are driving on a road, major road, no gutters. And so I get angry. I get angry. So they go outside, they go to schools, international schools. Is that how China roads are? Is that how Texas roads are? But they went to do their masters there. You see their CVs, plenty qualification. After Sometimes you must get angry. So when people got angry with the portals on the motorway, They were not paying anything. When they get the Zoom, they are gone. When they did it for three days, they came to do that. Sometimes, uh, when you get angry, you must enter into positive action. If it's not positive, don't do it. If you will not say anything sensible, keep quiet. Else, when you say it, you regret. You regret. Let me end by how to deal with anger. Then we close. Number one number one. You need to recognize that you have an anger problem. Write it down. You need to recognize that you have an anger problem. They brought they brought a lady to the office not long ago and uh, she became party with another person. Then I told my friend that, you see those girls, They will start fighting very soon. They say, ah, how do you know? I said, you watch. <laughs> One of these days, eh, some fight that will pie for you, people will run away. It wasn't long. We didn't, she came around September, there about September, October. The way the girls fought, eh? Later, we did investigation, realized that one of them had an anger problem, and we didn't know. So I called the person. You have an an anger problem? He said, yes. I said, then why didn't you control yourself? You see, you need to recognize that you have an anger problem. So any time you get angry, you become extra cautious. Some people don't have it. So there are some men, you step on their toe, uh, they will just be there. But uh, phlegmatics, they hardly get angry. If you're phlegmatic, flex are people like Atanas. This is more Hannah. No, I bet it's like, oh, That normally... <laughs> You will not hear from him. He is just calm. But melancholics, cholerics, sanguineous people. Sanguineous people, they easily get angry. The next moment, they are laughing. Those are sanguineous people. Melancholics, they get angry and they easily don't forgive. Cholerics, they, they get angry and they punish you. <laughs> Flex. They easily don't get. But when they get angry, they kill you. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get angry for long. Everything, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> <laughs> they're dead, they tear rope, <laughs> You are more than dead. So I'm going to for the they, you heard them no, they, they, they no, they are awful. They are free-minded, that they easily get angry, they easily get offended so they, before they marry, they date like five people. Hmm. So if you have dated more than four, start diagnosing yourself <laughs> Hallelujah uh-huh. So recognize you have that problem. Because if you don't recognize, how do you go to the hospital when you have a stomach pain? If you don't go and tell the doctor that you have stomach pain, say you have leg pain, they give you medicine for leg pain. Your stomach, you must recognize that this is Moses had that problem, Naaman had the problem of leprosy, Aaron, Moses had the problem of asthma. So every there is some bad, Paul has some weakness. The Bible did not tell us. So you need to recognize that, oh, as for me, deeper. I like chopping my tights. I'm not able to pay my tights. I have a problem. I'm not able to pray. I have a problem. I'm not able to live holy. I have a problem. I'm not able to be consistent. I have a problem. So recognize that you have an anger problem. That is the only way you can find a solution to it. Give the Lord a mighty clap, offering. The second one is that you need to repent of it. You need to repent of it. You need to make a decision to start changing. Because nobody can change you except you decide to change. So when you are going to marry, the way the man is, the way the woman is, it's very likely that that is how it will go. You can't, don't marry and think that you are going to change them. It won't work. So when you meet the person, the way it is, do you like it? Yes or no? Take it and go. If you don't like it, leave it. So you need to check yourself. Repent of it. Make a decision that I need to start changing. That is the point. Repentance means I want to make a turnaround. I want to change something. I want to change something. So if you have an anger problem, have you decided to change? And people say, me, that is how I am. Me, when I get angry, that's, that person is not ready to change. I'm not talking about that person. I'm not saying acknowledge and be proud that you know. Acknowledge that you have an anger problem and you are ready to change. And you yourself begin to use the word of God to change. Can I hear a big amen? amen. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 31. Get rid of all. So get rid, you, get rid you get rid. You get rid. The last time I was telling somebody that if you live with somebody who snores, it's very offensive to tell the person that, hey, you, when you are sleeping, you snore. Especially if it's your spouse. It's very offensive when somebody tells that, you when you sleep, you snore. <laughs> Do you get up? <laughs> it's very offensive when you talk to me, your mouth hmm, is very offensive. But it's you that if your mouth is smelling, you must begin to find a solution to it. Because if you wait for somebody to tell you, it's like an insult. <laughs> when, if your body is smelling, You are waiting for somebody to tell you that your body is smelling. You need to start working on it. It's possible that your body odor can go. Are you telling, you you want somebody to tell you, and when they tell you, you get offended. (laughs) So start working on yourself. Get rid of bitterness. Start working. You get rid of it. You know how when you get angry, you behave. Be careful. <laughs> Work on yourself. <laughs> I'm ministering to you, eh? <laughs> Feel free, eh? You're in church. The third one is you need to forgive completely. You have to learn to forgive completely. Learn to forgive completely. It's possible. It's possible to forgive somebody eh? and relate with the person as though that nothing happened. It's possible. Some of us hardly forgive people. You have you have record of everybody's offense up to today. What are you doing? What, what, why are you headmaster? <laughs> what are you using it for? Forgive completely, let it go and let it go. You will become wiser. Yes, you will, you will learn how not to do some things. Yes. But you need to forgive and continue to walk in love. The fact that you helped Victor and Victor harmed you doesn't mean that you should not help Mary or Perusia. That is the power of the command of God. See, poor people, if you help them, they hurt you. So, when I hear people say that, way, I'm surprised. God gave grace to David to prosper. He gave it to Solomon. Solomon messed it up. And out of Solomon, we have all these Freemasons. He didn't care he looked for another man called Cornelius. He put the grace on him. He put another, he saw another woman called Dorcas. He put the grace on So, if God is always trusting men with his grace, why can't we love people again? Because you help Sammy. You don't want to help Michael. No. Forgive people completely and don't treat people from the result of a bad relationship. Very dangerous. Amen. So the number one is what? Number two. Number three. Forgive completely. Number four. I'm ending. Number four. Never say never. Never say never. I'll never deal with this person again. I'll never do this again. I'll never call her again. I'll never call him again. I'll never buy this for him. Don't say never. Because if God has said never to us, we will have no chance to be sitting here. There is somebody who offended you, but you will need the person one day. John, Mark, and Paul. Go and ask them. At one point, Paul sacked the guy. Paul got, I, I go, 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 go follow Barnabas and go. When he was in his last days in his prison, he said, I need John Mark. I need him now. He is of use for me. Bring him. Be careful. Some of the people who offend you today, you will need them tomorrow. They will be more useful than the people around you. You'll be sure. And sometimes the people around you are just opportunistic They are just fake sympathizers. The day you fall down, they will leave you. Why? Because those people who offended you, they are the people you love. They are the people who love you. If people don't love you, you can't offend them. So let's be careful. how. Look at how, look at, I'm ending with this statement. Look at how Jesus described Peter. In one instance, he said, "Ah, you are the rock I'll build my church upon. In another instance, he said, "Hey, devil. He called Peter devil after calling him rock. In the last instance, he said, Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. Take care of my lamb. Do this and do that. Three levels. You love, you got it, you love again. And the person that Jesus loved He left the church for him. I want you to close your eyes and pray. And put your hand on your your right hand on your heart and pray. Pray. God help me with my anger. Pray. Pray to God. Just talk to God. talk to God. Let it be a very deep prayer. Lord, I want to grow in you. I'm tired of this anger, 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 anger that is destroying everything around me. It's costing me too much. Moses lost the promised land loss of anger. I want you to pray in two minutes. You can just forgive the way God has forgiven you. Jesus prayed a prayer. Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. Let it be your prayer. Sometimes you feel that you have been offended, but meanwhile, it's you that have offended somebody. I want to pray that God, if I've offended somebody, Lord, forgive me. Help the person to forgive me. The year is coming to an end. You must not end 2018 as an offended person. Don't enter 2019 as an offended person. May the Lord help us. May the Lord give us a heart that will love. May the agape love of God saturate our hearts. May we go to people who have offended us and talk to them again. laugh with them. Buy them gifts. Reconnect. It's beautiful. It's healthy. It's the will of God. It's the power of God at work that they may see that we are one. When we are one, the power of God is better. The fire of God can fall. The anointing can flow from pastor to everybody. But when we are fighting, we are angry. We are bitter. The oil will just stay on the altar and it will not flow. Father, I pray that everyone that listens to this message... In the building and online. I pray that you help us to recover. I pray that you help them. That grace will be upon us. To handle anger. In a spiritual way. In Jesus name. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap of praise.